show people, you know, that the food is still tasty. Yes. And it, you can eat a chocolate cake and it's still delicious. I see that people enjoy it and that I've been changing a lot of minds. You have more power over your health than what you've been told. This is the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast, and I'm your host, Maya Acosta. I'm passionate about finding healthy lifestyle solutions to support optimal human health. If you're willing to go with me, together we can discover how simple lifestyle choices can help improve our quality of life and increase longevity in a big way. Let's get started. Many of our Mexican family members still believe that chronic diseases are genetic and that there's absolutely nothing that we can do to prevent them. Tania Cantu created her Instagram account, Plant-Based Mexican, to showcase delicious and healthy plant-based meals that she eats on a regular basis with the hope of influencing others to try this lifestyle. As always, you can find the full bio and the links for my guests at our website, healthylifestylesolutions.org. Tanya, we're here in Dallas. We're actually in the Hello Studios in the downtown Dallas area. This is a second studio where I record. If I'm not at home, I'm here. Um, and so I'm so happy that we were able to connect. Tanya, did you ever see the movie, The Game Changers? I have never watched it. Oh, my God. No. Why not? You have to see it. It's on Netflix, everyone. Okay. Yeah, I don't usually watch TV very okay. often. So, I mean, but I'm, whenever someone tells me you should watch it, I try to... Okay. To take some time and watch uh, documentaries and stuff like that. Okay. Well, the reason that I ask you is because when the movie came out, it was at AMC in North Park. Okay. And when it was going to show, I um, organized an event there. I had some people that I knew that were in the plant-based world, and I made a big poster. I called them Dallas Game Changers. Oh. I set up a table at the movie theater with books and literature. And I asked the the company that released the movie if they can show two movie screenings of the Game Changers. So one started at one time, the other one started at another time. And then I had a social at the movie theater. I yeah. bet you had an amazing time and organizing and meeting and everything. I'm going to have to share some photos with yes. you. I had a couple of people that are you know, the Game Changers is about being athletes okay. and that thrive on plant-based foods. It's about people that can show that you don't need animal protein to be successful as an athlete. And so I had some athletes show up as well. And I spoke with the manager at the movie theater and they gave us a little square, a little area. And I had never done anything like that with the movie theater and um, Earth X the, yes. and Courtney, they gave away away seats for some of the theaters for some of the um the two rooms to help fill up the space and yeah with so, the anyway. people that they know and everything yes it was so wonderful so now it's the yeah. year 2022 and we haven't had an in-person event in a very long time but I thought you know let's highlight Dallas Game Changers on the podcast again let's talk to people like yourself who are doing great things in Dallas so oh, thank anyway you. welcome to my show thank you so much <laughs> thank you for inviting me for having me here and pleasure to meet you too mm -hmm. we were talking about how once you meet in person it's like wow oh I met yeah. you through social media you are tall how tall are you I am five nine. So, yes, oh I have been 5'9 since I was in high school. 
<gasps> so they will call me five nine, and I was like, it felt really good because I was walking on the highway and the hallways, and I could see my other friend from far because everybody was short, you know. So, so it has the benefits it. and everything. And the other day, I was at Central Market, and there was a, a sriracha. The, the yes, you know, I couldn't get it. It was at the very highest level of the of the grocery store in the aisle. So I, I was standing there looking at it, thinking there's just no way I'm going to be able to reach it. And then a woman walks by. I, she was six feet, by the way. Oh, so, my God, she's taller. She's white. And I said, um, excuse me. And she looked at me and I said, oh, you know, you see that sriracha? And she said, I got it. Oh, and then yes. as she was reaching, she said, look. And she was showing me that she was not going to stand on her toes. She just reached over, grabbed the bottle of sriracha and handed it to me. It was we so are nice. used to. And I mean, it, before someone asks, you pay attention and you're like, I'm going to be helping that person because I already know. <laughs> but, you know, there was an experience that I was uh, painting a room. My aunt's house had a room and she was like, can you help me? So I didn't even need a stair or anything. I was just like, wow. you know, <laughs> and I don't feel really tall, but <laughs> yes. I mean, it's but, impressive that you're this tall for being Latina. I don't know. You probably hear that all the time. Yes. But in a way, I think I'm a little taller than depending on what country you come from. I'm 5'2". Okay. And sometimes, you know, my relatives in Mexico are still shorter. <laughs> They're like on my right here on my well, shoulder. You know, I had an issue when I was a kid because all my friends were like this height. <laughs> so whenever they were saying something really low, I would go like this. So my back was rounding, you know, like a hump, yes. you know, and I was like, no, my mom started poking my back so I could sit up straight. And I was like, mom, it hurts. Right. So, but it was because everybody was so short, mm -hmm. but I know uh, some parts in North Mexico, like Hermosillo, mm -hmm. girls are taller than me. And I feel like taller. Yes, wow. yes, yes. <laughs> it's amazing, you know, to feel sh uh, shorter. Yes, yes. yes, yes. yes. That is so funny. Uh, yes. I've always felt like I I know that there's some girls that wish they were taller and they wear heels and I love heels. I just can't tolerate them as much anymore. But I, I know that some people like, um, you know, trying to feel taller. I'm very comfortable with my height. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay. I don't know. I, I'm okay with my height, but it's yeah. amazing to meet someone tall like yourself. So when we take a selfie, it's going to, I'm going to have to stand on something. <laughs> and you know, I'm also really comfortable with my height. And a lot of people ask me, why do you wear heels if yeah. you're already tall? Well, it feels good. Whenever I go to a party or something that has to be a little more casual, I can all wear my tennis shoes. And of course I'm going to wear heels, you know, because women usually wear heels whenever going to a wedding or stuff, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. okay. I don't mind being taller. It's right. different. <laughs> and we love wearing heels, yes, period. Yes, yes. It feels good the way we stand when we wear heels. That's so cool. Yes. We're going to start just getting to know you. Um, I want to tell our listeners that I learned about you when you reached out to me through social media. Yes. Uh, you were really getting ready to prepare a, an event uh, for Galentine's. Mm -hmm. So instead of Valentine's Day, you were going to do something for the ladies like Galentine's Day. And you decided that instead of just making it a regular party, you wanted to kind of create a gala or gala to support a local animal sanctuary. So yes, tell yes, us yes. about that. Yes. Well, the vegan gala is it was such an amazing experience. Like you mentioned with the movie, 
it was also my first experience organizing something for people that I didn't know. You know, the the amazing thing is that it all started because we came for a Christmas party here. So at Belsey. Oh, okay. So let me just kind of throw that in. We yeah. are right next door to a yes. vegan plant-based restaurant called Belsey Restaurant. Yes. Well, Belsey, and uh, that's where the, the studio is. So you guys all met there at the Belsey? Yes, it's because I organized a Christmas party. Uh, I think it was on the 20th. I don't remember the exact date, but I was like, I want to get to know my followers. And there's a really interesting um Thing about my followers, you know, that was like, I want to do something for Christmas. You know, I want to get to know all these people that start asking me questions and stuff. I was like, okay, so Christmas party. So I threw a flyer and I was like, whoever wants to come and join, everybody's going to, uh, you know, pay for their meal, of course. I cannot <laughs> afford to pay for everybody's meal. So I was like, uh, there's a restaurant that I want to go that I I never came to like it's before. Awesome. Yes. So it's like, you guys want to come? So I started preparing because I studied to be a teacher. So I I'm I have a bachelor's on secondary education. So it's pedagogy. So I was like, okay, so I have to plan everything. Right. Everything. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so I'm going to do icebreakers, you know, but not to feel like an icebreaker, you know, because you don't know the people. So I was like, okay. So it was really interesting because they got to know mm -hmm. and everything. We ate. It's an amazing restaurant and everything. But because of uh, COVID, everything is digital now. So we had a kind of like issue with payment because you have to separate and split the checks for seven people. Of course, the first person that pay, pay for everybody. Oh so I was like, that's horrible. You know, I, I am thankful that you had the money, you know, which it wasn't that much. The restaurant is not that expensive, even though it's really nice. So I was like, I don't want to have this experience if I organize something like this again. So they were like, Tanya, you did amazing. They were really excited. I got to uh, know more people and everything. So I was like, you know, for Valentine's, I'm going to do something, but I'm going to be cooking because everybody says that my pictures look tasty and like, yeah, I'll be cooking and, and they can enjoy my food and everything. And, and we don't have to uh, worry about paying and splitting checks, right? right. Mm -hmm. They can maybe just pay a, a ticket and, you know, and pay me for my services, for cooking, mm -hmm. nothing extra. You know, I was like, I cannot afford paying for 15 people. I was like, okay, Valentine's Day. And then I was like, what if instead of only seven people, it multiplies times two, you know, mm -hmm. 15 people or 20, you never know. So I had to be prepared, like plan B. Okay. So I asked someone else for help. Her name is Yami Rios. So Yami, she also posts pictures of food that looks like <laughs> professional. It's really tasty food. I have never tried her food, but I was like, hey, do you think you can help me if this happens? And she's like, yes. So I uh, got to meet her again in a restaurant. I think it's called Wicked Bold or something in Flower Mound. Okay. It was my first time there. It's also really good. They have s'mores and they have, you know, kind of like just uh, food that you can use a snack on, right? Mm -hmm. So I told her about my plans, about the the event that I wanted to do. She's like, I have these ideas, Tanya. Why don't you do a raffle to support a cause? So, you know, I want to support a local nonprofit. Do you know of anything? I asked her and she's like, you know, there's a, a sanctuary close to my house. She lives uh, in the north 
Little Elmer somewhere. I was like, okay, so what's the name? And she said, Arispes. And I was like, hey, let me reach out to, to them. So I contacted them through Instagram. I, I wanted something more, you know, in person. But I mean, it's an hour and so many minutes away. I was like, let me send her. So Jennifer, uh, I explained to her what I wanted to do. I say, I want to do a raffle of basket and I'm going to buy the goodies and all the money that I'm going to get from the raffle tickets is going to go to your nonprofit. Wow. Yeah. So, <sighs> so uh, Jamie also gave me the idea of going to Town Talk. And she's like, uh, this place you can go and buy groceries and uh, you have to use check because there's a lot of vegan options that you can just read and check the dates. And I was like, okay, let's go. So she said, you know, you maybe uh, you want to talk to the manager, maybe to put their name because we're going to use their products. And I was like, OK, so I did get to know Aldo from Town Talk for work. OK. And he was busy. There was a truck that he was unloading. And I was like, I don't want to get your uh, take your time away. <laughs> so I uh, told him I was going to buy some uh, groceries for that and call him. He said, call me whenever you're done. Mm -hmm. So I was in the uh, with the car. And I had some other other groceries from my house. And he's like, you know, uh, I have something else for you. And I was like, what is it? He said, I want to donate everything. And oh. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't need you to donate what I need for my house. I just need this, you know, for the basket. Uh -huh. And I really appreciate. I felt like God put the right people in the right moment. You know, right. I was like, I wasn't expecting expecting to ask for free stuff or anything I, I don't like to do that to tell you the truth but I was appreciating that he wanted to participate in me spreading the word about town talk because they have products that we already know with cheaper prices so I was like yes of course I'm going to because now I know I can tell everybody hey go to Fort Worth or Arlington or and you can buy this uh, this supply so Yes, I got uh, two baskets out of it because it was a lot of supplies. I was like, we can have two winners. <laughs> the thing is, um, I didn't have enough money to throw an event. My first event that I knew that I was going to have mm -hmm. loss. You know, I was like, how, how am I going to do it? I know I cannot do it by myself, mm -hmm. even though I want to do it by myself and not bothering anybody. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I was like, I remember going to a vegan festival. And uh, the vegan festival, it was Oakland and Turtle Creek somewhere. So okay. they do it every year. And I remember some of the vegan businesses. And I was like, I'm going to reach out to the five businesses that I remember. Uh -huh. You know, so <laughs> let me ask for help. Maybe they know more about events and they can, you know, help me out. How many people did you meet at the uh, vegan festival? A lot. Right, right. So, and it's just, you forget, sort yes. of, because it's so many people. Yes. Yes. I was like, <laughs> okay. So... Yes, I uh, reach out to you and uh, three other people that I really want to thank. Mm -hmm. And these people is um, I Joy Forever, Bath and Body is uh, Diane. She's amazing. She does cruelty-free uh, soaps, creams. Wow. She even has candles, vegan candles. Wow. So, yes, okay. yes, yes. She has her own business in her house mm -hmm. and she has uh, also her own job. And also Food Save Me. Catherine and Matt, thank you for your support as well. They have free classes for nutrition and she she is amazing. She's she has a really good story. Uh, I also had plant-based DFW supporting us oh, yeah. with uh, one of the gifts. Uh -huh. So instead of me adding 
to the baskets, I wanted to have more winners. You oh, know? yes. So I was like, this is a really great gift. I'm going to do a third place, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there is, and thank you for inviting me. You really make me feel special. Like if I, I am doing a change and doing something good for, for the world, you know, for Dallas and for people that see me. So I was like, okay. And uh, there's Creativity Art Studios, Grace or Griselda. And then uh, Jamie introduced me to her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yes, I want to put something for it. So she gave a, a gift card for whoever win it. So it was a fourth prize. <laughs> so I was like, this is good. Thank you so much, Chris. And she's like, yes, the vegan community likes to help in any way. So yes. this is good. So I was like, <laughs> I have never done this. So I was, uh, it, it felt really good. And I also had Town Talk, Aldo, for giving the uh, the gift baskets. And he gave 10 gift cards, $10 gift cards for people to go and buy. Wow. So, and getting good health. I don't know if you have heard about him. No, no. Well, he has not just tasty, but he's also healthy chocolate ganache. <gasps> he has all these protein bars and <laughs> collagen bars and everything that are uh, vegan friendly. So okay. I got to meet him. He is a follower on Instagram. And then he came to Dallas. He's from San Antonio. Uh-huh. I was like, thank you so much. He, he came from San Antonio to see for your event? Well, not really. He came to Dallas because he has uh, customers here. Okay. So he's like, I do want to meet you and this and that. And, and I'm interested in you trying my product. And I was like, of course, because <laughs> I like hiking and I need protein bars right. on the go and, and stuff. My breakfast, chocolate, I am a huge chocolate lover. <laughs> and I was like, thank you so much for giving me one of your products to add in the, ga- in the baskets. The gala came, uh, I, it was like 20 people. So uh-huh. the thing is, because of Yami, I got to know Vegan Announcement. I don't know if you know him no. through Instagram. He has never put his face in any pictures. But for example, you turn into vegan, you send him a video of why you became vegan. Okay. And then he announced, uh, you know, your video. He edits it and everything. So I'm like, this is amazing. So I got to talk to him and he's like, yes, I would love <laughs> to help. And I was like, thank you so much, you know. And, but I was like, can I do a FaceTime because I want to get to know you. I know you're busy and you have a family and stuff. So he's an amazing guy. He's he was a, he is a chef. He has been a chef for 13 years. Wow. I did not know this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you came here because I'm not a professional chef, even though people think I am a chef. Uh, I appreciate that. I'm going to tell you why. And um, okay. Uh, why I cook this way. And, uh, I was like, thank you. Nathan is his name. Uh-huh. I was like, Nathan, you're going to be a great deal of help. I like cooking, but you have the skills, you know, so right. thank you. So he only, uh, not only had the skills, but he only had the, where you put the food, like the trays and uh, he knew about food handling like I do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, thank you. So he did amazing. He has a really nice vibe and attitude, everything. He, he was amazing. He, he was enjoying having to talk to people and everything. So yeah. yes, I got to, invite friends and family and then followers so oh. I was like I got to meet Courtney the colorful Courtney she mm-hmm. went to my event with the husband and and um oh Arispe they couldn't go to the event because they they were really sick oh. really sick but okay. they invited uh one of the volunteers for the 
sanctuary. Mm -hmm. So I got to know another uh, another person from the sanctuary. So the night was amazing, even though I was running because the place, yeah. uh, we didn't have a parking lot for the guests and everything. Oh. So it was just, everybody enjoyed it. That's what they tell me. I hope they heard. Yeah. I missed it. So, I yes. was, when you contacted us, I knew, um, because I, I, I asked you, I think initially for the dates, I knew we were not gonna, going to be able to go because we already had something else going on for that evening. Um, but I think what excited me the most about everything is that we have not done anything in person because of the current <laughs> circumstances. Mm -hmm. Like we just shut down and we're still staying in that shutdown um, yes, state of mind. So now also I want to mention that when I put a message on the local, um, I think it was on different Facebook groups that I'm part of, I asked, do you know of any people that are plant-based Latinx? Because for the month of May, I also wanted to feature uh, people in the plant-based community that are from the Latinx community, you know, background. So Latinos, Latinas, mainly it's been women, but I said, do you know any people? Because I feel like we're not highlighted enough. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, there's so much happening in the vegan movement with activism. And I think there's a strong force behind that. But when it comes to just healthy eating, just lifestyle and healthy eating, I don't see a lot of us, um, being, um, uh, what is it highlighted? Like, yes, highlighted. Yes, you know. Um, now that you mention it, it's um, really interesting how people think. You know, of Latins. You know, fajitas. No, I mean we have a huge variety, a vast variety of uh, veggies. I mean, if you think about it, and uh, I mean, one of the things is what made me, you know, uh, going to vegan or plant-based first, I was like, okay, so let me do a brainstorm session. What do I already eat? Corn, avocado, pico de gallo, potatoes, you know, cactus, uh, nopalitos. Uh -huh. So all that, I was like, yes, I already eat all this. So now how can we eat it, uh, turn it into, you know, plant-based? Because mm -hmm. of course we use, well, people use lard, chicken stock, beef stock, and all, all these things that we don't actually want in our body because it, it it takes long time to digest and then it's more problems for the health, right? Now, yes. we see it in our family. And uh, one of the things uh, I want to point out why I uh, mm -hmm. became vegan. Yeah. So, okay. So first, it was um, Rodolfo Flores. He was my significant other. Okay. So he was a boyfriend. And uh, he, I came home and he's like, hey, you need to watch this. And I was like, you know, I don't watch TV very often. What is it? He's like, what the hell? Ugh. And I was like, okay, tell me what is it about? And then uh -huh. he's like, okay, it's about this and that. And I'm like, okay, I'm not interested in watching it. That's what I told him, <laughs> you know? I didn't want to watch it, but it wasn't because I was not conscious. I was like, I already know what companies do. Mm -hmm. to in order to supply the whole world so they have to stuff animals with this and that in order to grow them bigger and in order to process more meat and I'm like I already know this you know it's just you are so used to like for example I grew up seeing my grandfather preparing a chicken grabbing the chicken from the mm -hmm. uh, from the from the coop the chicken coop yes and uh 
he was trying to see if the chicken didn't have no eggs in the in in her and stuff because he was respectful but still eating the animal and uh, getting the feathers out and then cleaning maybe a pig or cleaning something else it was normal for me to see you know in order to eat on special occasions right Mm -hmm. so I was like okay mom what do you used to eat when you were young Mm -hmm. my mom uh, I'm sorry, mom, but uh, she's from the 58, 1958. So she told me, Tania, we didn't eat meat. We only ate meat or chicken whenever we had to kill something, you know, because it was for a special occasion because it was expensive, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, no, this is what we already eat. I was like, okay. So it's easy because my mom likes to cook. I started cooking when I was seven. Wow. So I was like, yes, because <laughs> I was by myself and I was hungry. I was like, Yes, I need to cook. I don't mind watching it, but what do you want to do, Rolo? You know, and he's like, I don't want to eat anything that's gone from an animal, not even eggs. That's what he said. I was like, okay. So because I, I was the, uh, most of the time I did the cooking, maybe 90% of the time. Right. So I was like, okay, so I'll cook. Let me research. Uh-huh. Okay, so let me do all this. First off, because we don't know what vegan is when you're not into the world. Right. So like, okay, vegan is about not eating anything. And not is only, it's not only about eating, but it's also being conscious on all, everything that's going on in the world. Like not using a lot of plastic or, you know, it's, it's a huge, it's ethical vegans, you mm-hmm. know. And I was like, okay, so first I want to love myself first, what I'm putting in my body. Mm-hmm. You know, in order for me to help everybody else, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, in order to do something for the world, because mm-hmm. I have, I was already saving water. I was already saving electricity because of my dad. My dad was always like, turn on the, turn right. on the lights. That's right? how we so, are. Yeah. My dad was the same way. So you're from Mexico. Yes, and yes, yes. Um, one of the things that I, another thing that I did for the Facebook groups is that I said, I want to hire, oh, well, I was saying, I want to highlight Latinos, Latinx people that are plant-based. It didn't matter if they're local or not. Uh-huh. And someone said, plant-based Mexican. That's your handle, yes. at plant-based Mexican. And I said, wait a minute, that looks familiar because I did. And then that's when I realized, oh, you're the one that contacted me initially. So not only did I already know you and I knew your handle, someone else recommended that I interview you. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then so then we spoke on the phone phone, and we found out that we had a few things in common. I'm originally from Mexico. You grew up there between both countries. I'd love for you to share that. You have a teaching background as well. But when you're talking about your parents and what they ate, we're talking about their experience in Mexico. Yes, in, in Mexico. My dad was always, you know, teaching me that it was important to put something in the stomach in order to function right. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter if it was just one banana, you know, but you had mm-hmm. to go to school with something in your stomach. Mm-hmm. And my mom did all the cooking, but my dad also whenever she was not there. So mm-hmm. both of them cooked. So I was like, okay. So, but it wasn't balanced. Mm-hmm. You know, it was tasty, really right. delicious, <laughs> but it wasn't balanced. I mean, if you're going to eat this and that, and I was like, you know, now that I know, you know, it's kind of like, no, it was good. But, and because I was always really active, mm-hmm. I love to be in every sport, you know, mm-hmm. I can mention and I can do another talk about everything I used to do when I was a kid, but uh, from handball all the way to tennis, I mean, it, it was swimming and everything. 
So it was important to be uh, fueled by food, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, okay. So my nutrition started because of my family, right? Because they, they tell you what to eat and what not to eat and stuff. And I was like, okay, first off, why is my stomach always bloated? Mm. So when I was 15 years old, I started listening to my body. I was like, what's going on with my stomach? Mm -hmm. I used to go play with my friends and my stomach you know what's craving, you know, like, hey, you need to drink water. Okay, let me go inside my house. And instead of water, a cup of milk, whole oh. milk, <laughs> cow's milk. Like, look, 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 you know, <laughs> and then my stomach was bloated, like if I had a heavy rock. So I was like, okay, every time I drink milk. Why? Because milk is for cow's milk, right? Yes. I was like, okay, so I found there was a milk that was but still from cows, but it wasn't making my stomach like that. So I was like, okay, so in when I was in 2006, I started uh, checking on neutrologies because um, mm -hmm. I was going to be um, Miss Nuevo Leon because of my sister. Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, okay. I was not expecting that because I did not study to be a model or anything, but she uh, took me there and they put me with the neutrologist and and they told me what to eat and what exercises to do so I started like okay so it's not just uh, being active it's also uh -huh. about the food balancing and everything okay I like it and I was liking how my body was changing not just because of exercise I was like okay so I came back to the United States in 2012. Oh, well, well let me ask a question about that. Yes. Were you competing to become Miss Nuevo León or you were chosen to be Miss Nuevo León? No, I was competing to become. So okay. you have to they give you a neutrologist and they also uh, tell you you have to go to this uh, gym and they're going to train you to you know have yeah. the, the perfect body. Right? How did it go? Did you enjoy the whole experience? I enjoyed the experience, but it wasn't what my sister, she loves me. <laughs> we fight like any other sisters, but uh -huh. she was like, you, you have the perfect height and these, and you're beautiful. I was like, thank you. I don't feel like I should become a model. So I did not put all my work into it. Uh -huh. So I was not chosen okay. uh, to be Miss Nuevo Leon because of the work that I did. And um, I did it for my body, but not to be that, right? So, mm -hmm. okay, so I came to the United States back in 2012 and uh, I was working, I had been working for restaurants since I was 14 years old. Okay. So wow. always into the food yes. industry. So I knew how to handle food. I knew the, the customer service and everything. So I was like, okay. So I knew how much oil they put in that and the smell and mm -hmm. everything, right? So I was like, I don't feel like getting this today. <laughs> so uh, I came back and I was working for a restaurant called Urban Taco. They have some vegan options, but you just have to let them know. I think I remember them. They still have, they're like two different places. Right now, no? only Mockingbird Station. Oh, yes. But I remember that. Yes. yes. They yes. have this, um, I've been there before as a vegan and you can get like rajas. Yes. And corn tacos. Well, th that, and they have the um, portobello, which uh -huh. is like pastor. Yes. And that does not have any cheese or cream or any chicken stock. I mean, I, I trust the, the owner. <laughs> so you worked there at I that particular one? Only one, one year because okay. I wanted to get to know people. And I was like, okay. And then I moved to Mesomaya. Oh, yeah. Mesomaya downtown. Okay. And I got to know um, 
Nico Sanchez is a chef for okay. the corporation. Nice. So, you know, the interesting thing, Maya, is that I also work at a restaurant in Monterrey called Biche Bistro. This is an international restaurant. Uh-huh. So it's Italian. So I got to know the chef, Edgar Vergara. I used to call him Mi Gordito de Chicharrón because he was chubby <laughs> and Chicharrón because the, the wrinkles. Yeah. Oh my God. So we used to, you know, love each other like, you know, co-workers, right? Mm-hmm. So he, I told him, I want to know how to prepare this. And he will teach me for free, you know, and he, because he, he was, he cared about me. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And then Nico Sanchez also, he, I was like, hey, I don't know how to prepare this. And he has the knowledge and he taught me, you know, some skills as well. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to, everything's fresh. You don't have to go buy canned things. You don't have to go and buy frozen things. And I was like, okay, so all these starts, you know, it's good to eat fresh mm-hmm. for your body you know, but sometimes it's not possible, right? Because you are craving something like, hey, I want the strawberries, but strawberries are not in season. So you buy them frozen. And I want to add also the two restaurants that you just mentioned tend to have kind of like a Mexican or Tex-Mex, Mexican, Mexican. not so much Tex-Mex. To me, Tex-Mex is covered in cheese. Yes, (laughs) yellow cheese. Yellow cheese. Yeah, the cheese we don't eat. I mean, I did not eat that cheese. Yeah, not the American cheese. But the other restaurants tend to have a little bit of a a twist to the foods, but they're still considered kind of Mexican. Would you say Mesomaya? Is that Mexican or South American? No, it's Mexican all the way. And you know, the interesting thing is that both of the restaurants, they don't use freezers. And oh. Urban Taco does not use microwaves. Ooh. So, yes, which is really good. Mesomaya uses microwave, but, I mean, it's just for some stuff. Okay. Like, yes. Well, I'm glad but, you told me because someone once told me with the restaurant industry, um, some of the restaurants literally take frozen packets of food in the bag and, and they throw the bag in water boiling and then they serve it on the plate. Yes. That's disgusting. I know. They don't do that. So that's why I fell in love with the restaurants, those two particularly. (laughs) And I was like, okay, so I had enough of restaurants because of, uh, you know, I wanted to spend time with family and friends and special occasions like Christmas Mm -hmm. and New Year's and all that. And it was a hard time. Like, (laughs) no, I don't want to go to work when everybody's at the house enjoying the time and everything. So I was like, okay, so it's time for me to go. And uh, I still talk to most of them, you know, and it's a, a really good, a uh, way of me knowing how to plate, how important it is, the presentation. Because if you see your plate and it does not look good, it's kind of like, I have to eat this, you know, like, because yes. I need something in my stomach. But you, they say love comes. Yes. Right? Yes. You know I it. love it. So now that I, yeah. I think of your social media and yeah. the photographs that you put out there, and which is why I wanted to talk to you. It makes sense. You have that experience yeah. of knowing how, because you worked at a restaurant, you have that experience of what is visually appealing for people. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And you know, Maya, the the first thing that I started, uh, well, the pictures that I started posting, it wasn't to, you know, show unknown people. Mm-hmm. what I was doing. Mm-hmm. It was because I know my family and friends and I was like, they're going to worry because what are you doing? Why are uh, we're in the party and you're not eating with us? And you know how we are. You go to a house and <laughs> yes, here, some cookies are, you know, or a bread, a piece of bread and coffee or tea. You're right. always in the kitchen offering something right to your right. guest. 
So, okay. So I started taking pictures of everything that I prepare. I was like, <laughs> if they tell me, hey, you need to eat something because you look different or you look skinnier or whatever they want. I had always been uh, lean, uh, not skinny because I'm not uh, lean. Like my weight was never an in issue. jeopardy. Okay, you know, you no know like, issue, yeah. It, never an issue with my weight. So it was always the same. So I was like, okay, so I did lost 10 pounds when I turned into vegan five years ago. <laughs> well, almost five years, two months, and it will be like five years. Right. So I was like, okay, so all these pictures, whenever they're, they're like, so they make fun of you, but you're used to, right? Right, like, yes. So they were like, oh, uh, there's a lot of grass here you can eat. You know, you know. <laughs> Oh no, I don't need grass because dogs pee in it. So the tea, yeah. Otherwise, so, you would eat yes, it. Yes, I'll be like a cow like eating. The, you know, yeah. yeah, that's so funny. The grass. Yeah. So they they start making fun of you, you know, like. Uh, but it's okay. That's the way we show love, right? right? So I was like, so no, this is what I eat. So I started showing the the pictures instead of me telling them what I prepare every morning, every afternoon. And all these, I was like, no, here's the pictures. I don't have to talk. You can see. That is a and... wonderful way to convert people. And that's why part of the reason why we share photos in the first place yes. is because we don't just eat salad. Exactly. <laughs> and Maya, you know, the interesting thing is that my Instagram, because it wasn't private, I was like, whoever wants to see it, right? Um, I went to Hugo's Invitados. I don't know if you have heard about them. No. Okay, Hugo, he was my boss when I was in Mesomaya. He was the general manager. Uh -huh. He's also from Monterrey. Oh. Well, he opened his own restaurant name after him, Hugo's Invitados, Hugo's Guest. And everything is organic. Everything is fresh as well. Everything not deep fried like Mesomaya does some deep fried things and stuff. So he did more on the healthy side. So he did this amazing restaurant. You should go. Oh. They have vegan pancakes. You just have to tell them, you know, it has to be vegan. Yes. But um, because they put a cream on top, okay. which is not. And I was like, I need to go. You know, I need to go and, and see. Well, when I was in Hugo's, I was, you know, I walked in and he uh, he was there. And I was like, hey, how are you? I went all the way to the kitchen. Uh. I was like, hey, <laughs> Natalio. The chef was there. I was like, Natalio. And the wife, I was like, Nancy. And uh, like, like if it was my home. Right. You know, and I was like, hey, how you been? So I guess the guests, the people that were eating at the restaurant in that time, if they see who's her, right? Why is she saying hi to everybody right. and she's wearing right? Right. So I was walking back to my table. I didn't do it to make, you know, not because it been like three, five years without seeing them. And I was like, okay, so I went back to my table and I had to walk through the bar. So I saw, I felt someone watching me and I was like, why are they watching me? You know, but I kept walking. I was like, <laughs> and then when I was walking, someone grabs my arm. I was getting ready. To, I know you're ah, no, no, no. No, and I turned and it was a lady and a gentleman. Uh -huh. and they were uh, Mexicans. And I don't know if they were born over there, but uh, they told me they have a family over there. So I was like, and are you plant-based Mexican? And I was like, <gasps> no, I feel like they recognized you. Yeah, oh my, my God. My smile was like, I don't care. I, I'm going to show my mazorca, uh, my big <laughs> smile, because it felt really special because 
I'm not a professional photographer. I'm not uh-huh. a chef. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, they already know me. And I didn't have a lot of followers. It was like maybe 700. And, I, and she already knew me. Yes. And then she's like, yes, you're, you know, an inspiration for me because I'm trying to go vegan. And this now she has these oils and uh, these teas and everything. She lives in Miami. And so I was like, you know. I'm making a positive change to someone because they see how I look. I'm not I'm not bragging that I look perfect because uh, uh-huh. we're far from perfect, right? But I'm I think I'm creating an impact to someone else's life. Yes. So like I'm going to do better because it's not just taking a picture. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to take better pictures. I'm going to learn how to do better for them. Because I want people to feel, to listen to their bodies, right? Because family, my um, mom's maternal family, most of them, they're nine. Mm -hmm. All of them have an issue with the health Mm -hmm. related to nutrition, High blood pressure, diabetes, triglycerides. Triglycerides. <laughs> Excuse my French. <laughs> no. Excuse our accent. No. <laughs> no, but so everybody in your family has health issues. Yes. My grandmother passed away when she was 63, 64 on oh. her birthday because she, has, she had a pa- pa- pacemaker. Oh. And uh, she was not taking care of whatever she was eating. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was really young. And mm-hmm. uh, even though she died... Um, and she had these issues, my family still doesn't take care of them, right? They go to the doctor and they give them all these pills uh, because they have to control the, the, mm-hmm. the blood sugar levels, the blood and the sugar levels in their body. And I was like, okay. Yes. So I was like, I don't want to have to go through all, through all the pain that they're going through, mm-hmm. you know, that even though my brain was like, yeah, I have it in my blood. You know, all these diseases are hereditary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no, they are in your brain because you see everything that's going on and it's hard to get rid of all these habits, but it's not hereditary. And so that's sure. why it's important for me, you know, to be eating healthier. Mm-hmm. Now, it's difficult, you yeah. know, because you still think about frying something and, but it's not impossible. So you're like, what is it that you need? You need a, a really good reason for you to be really motivated and that keeps you more motivated. That's important. Yes, yes. yes, Because Rodo told me, yes, I don't want to eat. Yes. That's your reason because you watch this, Mm -hmm. but what will my reason be? So I was like, okay, my reason is because of this. You were talking about your family and the health issues in your family and how a lot of times in our Latin communities and our Spanish speaking communities, our parents will say it's hereditary. Um, hereditary. It's in our blood. But we now know that we have the ability to turn on those genes so we can turn on the diabetes genes yes. on or off. So you're saying you don't want to have those health problems like no. your family. No. And let me tell you also, um, there are some so many family members, like they're not close related, but that they're going through cancer right mm. now. And I'm like, why is this? So right now I'm also seeing that it's not just the food that, oh, let me buy organic. I sometimes don't buy organic because the food doesn't look good. You know, like you go and buy a small carrot. I don't want a small carrot. I want the nice looking one. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what does it matter buying organic if you're cooking in Teflon? So right now, 
um, you know, going to, to houses to cook and showing them, you know, you can use these, no oil, no water to cook. So, uh, you know, to show people, you know, that the food is still tasty yes. and it, you can eat a chocolate cake and yeah. it's still delicious. You know, it's just a matter of you changing your mind and not thinking that it's going to taste like soil or, right. you know, like dirt. Right. So, yes, it's, um, I'm really interested in keep on doing things for the community, you yes. know, because I see that people enjoy it <laughs> and that I've been changing a lot of minds uh, on their good. It doesn't mean I'm a professional neutrologist, uh -huh. but I keep on learning, right? Yes. So it's um, when I chose the name plant-based Mexican, it was because I did the research. I was like, okay, vegan. Vegan means all this. No, I don't want to go there because I'm in the learning process. If I put vegan and someone tells me, oh, you're vegan, why are you, you know, because I'm in the transition of doing something better for me. I'm not competing against someone who's doing better than me because they have been vegan for 17 years. So I was like, I don't, I don't want to put vegan because I'm learning. I don't have a background of vegan family or stuff. Yeah. So I was like, I want to do this. So mm -hmm. I, that's why I decided plant-based Mexican. And every time I keep on learning about nutrition, like, okay, now I don't want to be eating this. I want to be eating this. I know that you've been between both countries because your, your hometown, you know, your family is at the border of Texas yeah. and Mexico, kind of in Monterrey still. Monterrey. Will you be traveling still back and forth in terms of moving? Are you going to stay here in Dallas a little longer? And what is your vision for the work that you're doing with plant-based foods? Do you have an idea where you want to go with all of this? Yes. Yes, I do. I, um, thought about my followers. Most of my followers are non-vegans. Most of them are. So I was like, okay, they are asking me all these questions. I cannot uh, be replying to every single particular one. So I did a vegan challenge. So for those who want to try it, mm -hmm. this is the, this is what I went through. These are my recipes. This is the instructions to cook them. And this is a shopping list. So I had a group of 15 people. Thank you <laughs> for loving me so much. <laughs> and, you know, they did really good. Uh, two of them sent me pictures. I did not ask for pictures, mm -hmm. which it was really amazing to see their transformation. And I was like, I don't want to share them if they don't want to tell me, hey, you can share them. But um, it was really interesting how they wanted to keep I wanted to use an introduction for the vegan world to mm -hmm. tell them this is vegan knowing all these not just the food you have to worry about what uh, you put in your body yeah. right okay so, um I did this you know one month challenge and um, they were like hey are you gonna do a second part for February and I was like well, I have the vegan gala and I have all these and I have more projects because I like hiking. I like mountain biking. I like nature like crazy since I was a kid. Monterrey is full of mountains and rivers. Oh, and yeah, so I, I want to keep on traveling. I'm not planning to move from Dallas anytime soon, but if I have to, uh, of course, I'm I'm willing to if there are mountains <laughs> and rivers. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, 
I did a second part. I was like, it's okay if I don't sleep my eight hours because they are asking me and I want to help them because they mm -hmm. are asking for help. So sure. uh, I did this. I do one of the videos that it was a follow along videos, live okay. videos with them. I want to do better with my videos so more people can see them. No, it was just a private community in Facebook because I was waking up with my PJs and cooking oh. for them. Okay, I'm going to work. This is what I'm doing, you know? Do you have a YouTube channel? No, not yet. So oh. that's what I want to do. I did a road trip back in October uh -huh. and my followers know about it because I was posting my, you know, this is where I'm staying. This is what I'm cooking and this I is what I'm it. eating, you know? Oh. But I did a road trip. Uh, it was 10 days and I went through five states. Oh. So I did go to Zion National Park. I went, uh, it was a oh. bunch. I, I mean, I can do another uh, session of talk about all the road trip adventures that I did, but it made my soul light like you don't have no idea. It was by myself. Okay. So I was camping and it was amazing, an amazing experience. And mm -hmm. a lot of people could see that I was enjoying it and uh -huh. they want to experience that. So ah. I was like, I'm, you know, I'm going to be traveling soon with uh, the followers that want to join me. Wow. I'm going to be posting in my Instagram stories if it's going to be women and men all together. But, yes. you know, uh, yes. I'll be sharing that soon. Yeah. For people to go and see how I travel as a vegan and, you know, yeah. what you eat. And it's not necessary to go you know, like to restaurants to enjoy whatever you're yeah. eating. So, so, you know, we have a YouTube channel, but right now I'm only um, highlighting podcast episodes. And one of my goals has been, we have a camper van. Yes, yes. So I know it has a refrigerator and a oh, little kitchen and a sink. And uh, the first time we took it, we went all the way to Big Bend. Oh, yes. Oh and God. we camped along. We stayed at different places and I cooked different meals. And I mean, I went really prepared because there's a lot of storage area there. And I said, I want to make videos like that of teaching people how you can travel in my like in our van or like when we go in an airport. Like, what am I carrying with me so that I can stay healthy? But I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> and yes, I mean, you want to inject people mm -hmm. with the positive things that you do for them to start doing it. Yes. So it's kind of like, hey, this is working for me because this is, you know, uh, I feel happy. I like being here in the outdoors. It's easy. Mm -hmm. I don't get lost, but right. I do want to motivate people to do more nature uh, activities. Were so. you this way before you became plant-based? Because you did grow up in Monterrey. So I'm, I'm assuming that inspired you to be outdoors. Is that yeah. where you, okay. So That's I used to climb everything, <laughs> even houses. <laughs> but being in the river, I didn't care about being dirty. I didn't care mm -hmm. about having the best shoes to climb a mountain. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just experiencing mm -hmm. and doing adventures, right? So yes. it was kind of like, I'm with my grandmother in Allende. She's from Allende. It's like 40 minutes away from Monterrey. Uh -huh. So we were like, this was paradise. You know, like, <laughs> hey, yes, this is a jungle. But right. of course, it, Monterrey doesn't have a jungle. Yeah. But it, it was, you know, always being in the, we call it Saddle Mountain. Similar, there's a Saddle Mountain in uh, Arizona. Okay. And there's a, a plane, a lost plane that you have to know the trail. Oh. They don't have the, the <gasps> trail. So oh. you have to go and do the adventure and stuff. Well, Monterrey, there's a cerro, uh -huh. well, which we don't call it a mountain. But it was like 
10 minutes away from my house. Oh, my God. So I was God. like, okay, so I used to climb it. And then there was Chipinque, which uh, I used to hike it as well. And uh-huh. being in the river with the uh, the carts that you can go. Uh, it's mm-hmm. called boogies. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I remember. A friend, a yeah. Man, he, he would, he was like, Hey, this is not turning on. Push it. And I was there pushing and all the, what I love yeah. being in the river and the lake lakes, not as much because you cannot see the bottle. Right. So you don't know what's crawling or what's swimming in there. And the rivers <laughs> flow, the water flows. So it's more natural than the water that is stuck in the that's lake. That's true. That is I'm true. like, I enjoy being in the river. Yeah. So yes. Uh, I'll, that's beautiful. Yes, yes. On your social media, you mainly speak in Spanish to your, or do you do both? Both. Uh-huh. I try to switch my brain because sometimes I'm going live and then, hello, how are you in English? Because I see most of them, uh, the followers I get to know because I ask them mm-hmm. questions and then I'm like, okay, they don't speak Spanish. So whenever I see them connecting, I'm like, hey, how are you, you know, right. or hola or whatever, you know. <laughs> so when I see more people, uh, they're connecting, speaking Spanish, I speak Spanish. And then most of the time I do half and half. When you're only speaking one language, it takes a while. Like for me, it takes a while to speak in Spanish. And then once I get started, I got to come back to English. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> and, and let me tell you what happens. I do not keep quiet. So whenever I forget a word, I try to think about the definition and explain what I'm trying to say. Or sometimes I say the word that I think that it is. Right. But I'm translating the wrong way, <laughs> either in Spanish or in English. And they're like, no, that, that, that doesn't Just... work. The, the word you said, it, and there's some followers that are like, Tania, this is not the way you say it in Spanish. I'm like, I'm sorry. But you get, uh, you get in another country and you're thinking, you know. Yes. I will use the same vocabulary. And of course not because you don't talk to the same people in Mexico all the time, right? You don't go to the mechanic and talk to them in Spanish or you go to the dentist. And I mean, you don't use the Spanish words as right. often. So you forget right. the word. Yes. Right? For us, my, my family in Mexico would always say, please don't forget your language. And, um, but if you spoke Spanish, People are were offended when I was growing up. There was just so many things that were happening when I was growing up. So now, you know, there's this whole thing like uh, My Cultura. That sta- there's a station called My Cultura in um, iHeartRadio okay. that has the Latinx community from various ages and backgrounds. And they mix up the languages and they're saying, who cares? It's okay. I don't want to be in a box. But you and I have a, we have backgrounds as educators, as teachers. Yes. You're taught to not mix the languages. That's one of the things that we're taught is either speaking English or Spanish. And then when when I I was a bilingual teacher, most of my children um, were children of immigrants who, whose parents only spoke Spanish. So in order to transition them to master English, first, I would, you know, some of the subjects were in Spanish and then some were in English. So there was a large percentage of the day where I would speak in Spanish and then I would switch it to English and only speak English. And, uh, and that's how you transition. You have you help children master their language mm-hmm. as they're learning a new language. It's a lot of work. Yes, of course. The, where I used to work, they knew perfect English in Monterrey. I don't wow, know, uh, nice. Because it's a private school too. So I they probably yes, had teachers. They were, yes, tutors. or maybe 
Well, I even had Italian students. So, I mean, I know maybe they know more than one language, right? <laughs> so, like, having the time of my life with the third graders, yes. <laughs> you maybe had nightmares. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So, now, going back as we're wrapping up a little yes, bit, yes, um, yes. going back to your food. Yes. What are some of your favorite dishes to cook? And also... Uh, which ones are your favorite in terms of Mexican plant-based dishes? My favorite dishes to cook is something easy, you know, uh, because we live in a world that we are always in a hurry. That's why microwaves were invented. You know, you want to heat something up and everything in a can, you have something handy or, or stuff like that, right? So I enjoy oatmeal like crazy since before going vegan. I like my oatmeal. I, have, I was never a picky eater. So I'm really international. I like Japanese. I like Mediterranean. I like Ethiopian. Have you tried Ethiopian? No. They have vegan options in a restaurant in Austin. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's like um, it's like Indian, like uh, Indian food mm -hmm. because the spices that they use. Mm -hmm. But um, it's something different. It's, yeah. So I like everything. I now. I have a gift. That's what they tell me. And every time I go to a restaurant and try, like, for example, Mediterranean food that I don't have any background, it's kind of like, hey, this tastes like this. Mm -hmm. Lemon, garlic, mm -hmm. this olive oil, you know, mm -hmm. uh, parsley, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, whenever I try it, I'm like, yes, I'm going to make it at home. First, I do some research, you know, okay, she did it like this, she did it like that, and I have this at home. Okay. So... I do my own recipe. Yes. So why do they put a quarter cup of oil? This is too much fat, you know, saturated fat. No. Right, exactly. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to try it without it. And then I'm going mm -hmm. to see, we, you know, so it's kind of like, oh, I can do it smoother this way. Some of the guests I have come on the show, we are now talking more about cultural appropriation, food appropriation. And the conversation has been that many times when ethnic people are introduced to plant-based foods, we introduce them with foods that are not normal in their cuisine, like yes. even tofu. Yes. Like one of my guests was saying, well, one like of my guests is from Iran. She, her mother said, I don't want to be plant-based because I don't like tofu. And her mother and, and my guest said, since when do we eat tofu in Iranian food? You have to eat what we eat normally. So one of the things that um, we've been talking about is the fact that sometimes you see like a white person, and we do talk this way sometimes, a Caucasian or, or a, a person making chile rellenos or tacos mexicanos, and the food is not cooked the way we would cook it. Exactly. There's a need for real ethnic people to make more food videos of how you're describing the tips that you're giving us, even just for the tortillas. What mm -hmm. should we look for? How can we replicate a, a Mexican tortilla in a healthy manner, like with oats? Mm -hmm. Is that something that interests you is to teach people how to do yes, healthier yes. Mexican the, food? I'm preparing, you know, to do something, nothing big and nothing fancy because, I mean, I'm mm. new to this. Uh, <laughs> I know I need help, mm. but uh, I'm yeah. going to be introducing videos. Yeah. But how do you cook it without frying, without using egg? I mean, there's just so many things, but I would love to learn how to cook like that, um, healthier. That yes, is, yeah. Yes, so, yes. I, I, yeah. Will, I will do something better, okay. you know, and I'll, I'm excited to teach a lot of people how to, to cook. And um, 
I wanted to know, do you have a final message for our listeners? And also, if you wanted to say something to your speak, your followers, and also how can people learn about you and follow you on social media? I want to tell you that because you mentioned the tofu, you don't have to eat tofu if you don't like it, because I know people that don't like it. It's You have a way of doing things, but it doesn't mean that it's going to work for everybody. So I started without no processed uh, vegan food, no tofu, no nothing. So it was just whole foods, uh, vegan uh, whole foods or plant-based. So it's good to be eating that. But if your body, if you're working out or you're doing more and you need more uh, sources for protein, you have to lean towards something else maybe some seitan or some tofu or if you don't want tofu you can switch it for edamame it's whatever works for you for your body you have to listen to your body like cabbage does not good with my stomach it bloats it someone told me Mm -hmm. how to get rid of that and and stuff so i listen to my body listen to your body when you're trying food to do better for your own health to feel better on the long run. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, you can follow me on social media. I have Instagram and Facebook and I'm at plant-based Mexican. And I also have my private uh, Instagram, which I don't follow just family and friends. But uh, yes, in Facebook, it's also plant-based Mexican or Tania Lisette Cantu Chavez. Awesome. So, Wonderful. Yeah. Do you have a website? Not yet, okay. because I'm I'm working on the recipes and everything to do a, a website. Okay. So, and yes. Any idea if you're going to have any other events like what you did with Arispe? Yes, I do want to do it, but as a traveler, so That's I do right. want to uh, include the vegan travel with where we can stay, where we can eat, and where we can hike easy for beginners and stuff so that's wonderful yes, yes, yes. So, i mean i i will do that i do want to do maybe some camping and, and stuff for myself and i want to do it uh for july i want to take people maybe to utah or to colorado springs that's wonderful yes. oh uh, this yeah. is going to be july because the the weather permits hiking and a lot of people cannot stand high weather conditions mm-hmm. for me i was hiking in utah and we were 29 degrees oh. and then it was you know 48 degrees and i was already hot oh my god so, yes well i'm so, definitely going to follow yeah. everything that you do with Thank your travels you. because i love to travel i love the outdoors and okay. i want to stay healthy so i want to learn from you as and well i want to keep on seeing you i yeah. really yeah. i really thank uh whatever put you in my life ah. i know i'm going Thank to be keep uh, seeing you in the future. Yes. Thank you so much again for inviting me, for letting me speak about what my passion is yes. and what I want to share with you guys and and everything. So thank you so much, my yes. tell your thank husband. You. I hopefully meet him soon. Yes. That I'm yes. excited and. Thank you. you. And I hope that my listeners, I hope you guys um, had a good time listening to Tanya share her story about, you know, life between both countries also being um, plant-based and how she's combining that with her travels. I think that's something to look forward to. So thank you, Tanya. Thank you so much and have a good day. Thanks. Thanks. You've been listening to the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions podcast with your host, Maya Acosta. If you've enjoyed this podcast, do us a favor and share with one friend who can benefit from this episode. Feel free to leave us an honest review on Apple Podcasts that helps us to spread our message. You can also head on over to podinbox.com forward slash HLS to leave me a voicemail. 
Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, thank you for listening.